0: Log Talk Radio Radio Network, and Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLB Lighthouse Christian Radio over there in Stewart, Oklahoma, and the surrounding states uh, of Oklahoma as well. We welcome you to the show. I apologize for the inconsistencies of the show, uh, but we'll continue on as best we can. I will say that we will not be able to have a show on Sunday, and this coming Tuesday uh this coming Sunday and this coming Tuesday because I will be out of state uh with other personal business and will be back on things for a little while uh before I have some uh a hip replacement. Oh my gosh, I'm having a hip replacement, but that will only really keep me out as far as off the mic and and the computer for, you know, uh, a few days. You might miss uh, uh, two two days of shows then, but that won't be until July. So other than that, uh, we'll be uh, pretty darn steady as I will have other things that I'm not doing that I have been doing, okay, that have uh, held me up a bit with being consistent with the shows. We want to thank you listeners for being there consistently, though, when, uh, when you can be, and for those that are interested, those that have their own uh, reasons for being here most people do wind up here for a reason first of all they start believing alternative media is really probably more reliable part of me more reliable than uh, uh, much of anything else Uh, and so uh, with that being said let's not forget that tonight is not the only night and tuesday night is not the only night that you can hear really compelling stories and information on Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network, okay, because she obviously is the owner-producer but also hosts other shows and hosts other shows with other people. So please check out her page at ppjg.me to see other very compelling, very important topics that affect everybody 's lives in one way or another, you just have to hope that it doesn 't affect you in the wrong way and These shows really do help educate you to make informed decisions, not the only not just the kind of uh, decisions that seem to be You know, like falling in line, uh, whether people know it or not, I'm not saying people understand that that's what they're doing, but many are actually doing that because it just seems to be the thing to do, to follow the norm, to follow society, to do what they feel is proper and right, right? It makes sense, right? It doesn't make sense anymore, people. It probably never really did make sense, but it doesn't make sense even more now, okay? So again, I'm Tanya Hathaway, and I am your host. Let's also not forget that Stephen Bills as well has his own. He is the producer uh, and uh, producer and the manager of, a, of Lighthouse, uh, a nonprofit Christian radio station there in Oklahoma, which has a multitude of phenomenal things uh, that take place on his show. But something uh that is become as of late is his Saturday shows. Uh, if you are in that area, 89.9 KLRB FM in Oklahoma, if you're in that area, you really need to be tuning in and uh, to his Saturday shows. You know, Stephen, I, I don't know if you're there, but if you can tell me uh, what time approximately uh, your shows start, and they are the topics of everything and just about anything that is important and in front of us these days, but you're going to see the other side of it. Um, Stephen, if you hear me, or James, if you can uh, let me know what that time frame is, if there is a set time frame for the Saturday shows, it would be greatly appreciated. James, please.
1: We come on at noon That's when I do that. Okay, that's Stephen. Okay.
0: All right, so you come on at noon, and you just go until whenever, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's getting long-winded lately because there's always a lot of stuff to discuss.
0: There's always a lot of stuff to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think it's great. I'm sure that um it, it's probably the most talked about um it's th- the most talked about thing in Christian radio that's going on in Christian radio these days that you know you've opened yourself up to some tough discussions that not a lot of people would take chances to do. Uh but but you do because it's the right thing to do. Can you give us can you give us an example of what uh some of those discussions were this past Saturday?
1: Oh, boy, just about everything. Talked about the vaccines and the crooked government. (laughs) You name it. I mean, about anything that's news going on out there.
0: Right. That's news or isn't news. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's fake news. Yeah, sometimes it's fake news. try to shed some light.
1: yeah we like to expose all their fake news too yeah yeah
0: so once again, um, please if you're in the, if you're in that area, uh, please be sure to tune in on Saturdays right around noontime because um, we've had some pretty great conversations with with Stephen, and we'll keep ha- we'll keep having them on our, on our show uh, but if you if if you like them a ton, which I'm sure you do, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Uh, if you can tune in on on Saturdays, that's a, that's another day that it's pretty much a free for all the truth, okay? A free for all the truth. Uh, before I bring on James Street, who is our special guest, and stick with us here, Stephen, because I know that you're very familiar and engaged as well um, in in uh, the reason why we're having the show tonight and what this show topic is about. But before I bring on our special guest. I would like to um, let our listeners know who who have been following us and who might, in particular, they be here um, having followed us uh, on the wrongful convictions and justice reform and, and whatnot. Uh, we recently had some more shows uh, for Daryl Wiggins, Darryl Wiggins, who has been in uh, prison for about 30 years. And uh, and he is, from the time he was, goodness, I don't have it in front of me right now, but from the time that he was about 20. Um, so I want, uh, I want to share with you that he has gone up for um, to the pardon, in front of the pardon parole board. Uh, this was his seventh time. It was his seventh time this past month. And for the very first time, he has been passed on to the second phase of this uh, pardon and parole, and that in itself is a huge accomplishment. So uh, we know, as we've shared on the shows with you, that Daryl has worked long and hard for this accomplishment. He deserved to be punished for being a part of something that wound up in tragedy, but not in the part that uh, he actually was, charged for because the, those people that actually laid their hands on somebody that tragically died, um, they were let out of prison about 15, 20 years ago. And, um, you know, it's kind of like whoever is willing to do whatever first or whatever happened. The point is we need to be very happy for for Daryl. We need to be thankful to those of you who have sent in and participated in um, And, you know, his uh, progress in the pardon and parole board, uh, you know, parole uh, uh, succession and and hopefully releasing him. Uh, Everybody hopefully understands that, you know, we don't rally for people that are a danger to society. And uh, we really want to thank the pardon and parole board and there is a new president. Uh, of the Party and parole board, and his name is Adam Luck, uh, we want to thank all of the members for their thoughtful and more importantly, thorough process uh, that took place and bringing this man to uh, the next level. So that is huge in itself. and I want to thank Marty Oakley uh, and Stephen Burke. For these platforms that allow us to spread the word, to share information that people need to know about, you know, it, you know, it, it, it's very important. And there are other deserving people as well. We've got the lot and four uh, that we're certainly not done with yet. Uh, that we want to get them to this position where they are themselves uh, put on the path. To freedom, rightfully so, and uh, we also know that Julius Jones, who has been covered worldwide, worldwide from Oklahoma, and who has also highly supported um, the Lawton Four uh, in their releases as well, and them to be uh, their cases to be retried or relooked at, get them out of there, get them out of prison. you know, Julius Jones is also in the second phase now, but for him it's of commutation, okay? So this involves um, the governor's office. So this is another, a little bit of a, another step, and a little bit of a longer step. Um, so, but we just want to let you know when good things do happen or they're starting to look good, we will share that with you because we're not just about sharing what's going wrong. We're sharing about what is going right in the results of all of our hard work, caring, listening—you know, making those phone calls, writing those emails, sending in those letters of support—it takes us all who can and believes in and has done their own research and understands this to be true—to it, it. It takes us all to come forward and do the right thing, and it doesn't mean you're wrong if you can't, if you didn't know, if you don't have the time, if your life is hurried and crazy, you know how that can be, right? But we want to thank those who at that moment did because we know that we all do the best we can do at those moments. So a huge, huge thank you for to Marty, to Stephen, and to all of you for caring, okay? Uh, That being said, like to reintroduce James Treat and uh, James Tree is uh, on with us, and he has been on uh, you know not just regarding Hughes County and Calvin, Oklahoma in particular, but he's been on with us as uh, a contributor, a very intelligent man who has attended uh, some law school but he's also a retired level c um uh, corporate executive, or executive. He's a whistleblower and he's a public speaker, and uh, we're very glad to have him on. Not so glad why we have him on, uh, but we've all heard about a lot of yays and nays, or is it, or isn't it true regarding the national, you know, the, our election fraud in the United States? Okay, we all have our opinions about that, right? And and we all have our own thoughts about it. Well, we're going to talk tonight about some local election fraud. And uh, we'll start out with saying hi to James. How are you?
2: I'm doing fine. How are you?
0: Good, good. Well, how how was that for an intro? Uh,
2: well, I don't know,
0: 10 minutes. You've
2: got to catch your breath now.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to breathe. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah,
2: you got to catch your breath now.
0: okay well so so uh calvin like many other uh cities or municipalities or towns or whatever calvin is or isn't um you know first of all we know that some good things have happened over over there um that there has been um a preacher there that has been um really helping uplift the town let's start there uh can you share some of that
2: Well, I believe you're referring to the revivals we had prior to Christmas. Uh, That kind of subsided through the holidays, and it actually was not picked back up, but it was very fruitful, in my opinion. Uh, While we did have those revivals, uh, I don't know, for five or six weeks uh, prior to Thanksgiving and Christmas, Um, but uh, there was surprisingly... It was surprising to see some people who attended and then others you would expect that would be there. But it was good for the community. It was small, but I think it was worthwhile. That's
0: great. That's great. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just really glad to hear that um, and that it was well received. And, you know, we can just hope that, um, that uh, you know, good things uh, will, will stay when good things happen, that good things will prevail. And um but some some things that have been an issue with uh, the little town of Calvin, Oklahoma, apparently are still uh, an issue, and some things might not have ever really changed, other than I think, maybe you know some of the harassment that was directed uh, towards you uh, let up a little bit. and I, And I hope that that continues because you have every right uh, to speak your voice. And to lawfully uh, explain uh, what you feel needs to be resolved and what is going on, not only what you feel but what you know and uh, so that being said, I will also be sure after uh, James Tweet has had his say, uh, I will be sure to uh, open up their airways uh, and you know to any other you know. Registered Calvin voters. Okay, I'll ask. Uh, you keep it at that. Other than other uh, regular contributors, or, or you know what, just call on in if you want. Doesn't matter. Just call on in uh, if you have a comment, a question. Remember, we are on a Christian radio station, and we're also, you know, uh, regulated by the FCC. Okay, so we'll ask that people, you know, just uh, be civil, if uh, because we know that. Uh, when we first started out with uh, some Calvin Oklahoma uh, exposing that it was very uncivil, so let's just remember that we all have a right to say what we believe, to say what we know, without being bullied in in any way. Um, stick to the facts and and stick to your own personal opinions, and we'll make sure that that is uh, that prevails. That you know what's an opinion, and we know what's a fact here. And we'll go from there, okay? Uh, so I asked out of all of the, um, anybody who might choose to call in, 917-388-4520, press 1 uh, to speak, uh, to, to uh, come on and give an opinion, ask a question. So we're going to uh, wait a little bit and make sure that uh, James gets to um, uh, share the information that is very important. Uh, to share, and I'm sure James will let everybody know what is a fact and why, and what is his opinion. Uh, so, let's talk about your uh, local. Let's talk about your local um, election. So, what took place? What went right, and then uh, what did seem to go wrong?
2: Well, yeah. Calvin is a small town of about 240 people, and we have a form of government that's known to be a town board of trustees Uh, it's different than other cities we are a town Uh, we do not have town managers we don't have police department that is hired and fired by city managers those type things in a trustee form of government the trustees themselves cannot delegate authority they make the decisions for the town And it's very hands-on. They're not paid. The the mayor is not specifically elected, but appointed among the – or voted on upon the five trustees that are elected. This year in April, April 6th, we had an election to replace three seats that became vacant out of the five. We had three people run as incumbents, the three that were already on the – trustee board and then we had three new people who signed up to be elected as well the election took place and one of the newcomer well being short the three incumbents received the most votes one of the newcomers newcomers um, missed the election by one vote and the other person missed it by two and the other one was 12, 13, 14 votes away. I had actually waited in town uh, to do the same thing that one of the people who ran did because I'd reviewed the voter rolls and uh, found there to be quite a bit of discrepancies in those two years ago. People okay, who, you weren't
0: running. I just want to clarify, you did not run for office, correct?
2: I did. I did not run for office. Okay. Uh, But I had examined the voter rows And we have If we've got 12, we've got 18 people That are deceased That are still on the rows We have multiple, multiple people Who claim to live in Calvin Who do not reside in Calvin I waited to see If four or five of those people Actually voted And they did not Uh, So I, I went ahead and left town But The one, the one of the people that lost by a couple of votes decided, and obviously rightfully so, because he got a judge to agree with him, filed a petition or a grievance with the Hughes County Election Board that there were quote unquote voter irregularities. And of some of these irregularities that was pointed out to the judge was One person who supposedly didn't live in Calvin that voted in Calvin. No specific instructions given at the poll site. Incorrect information given at the poll site. Campaigning at the poll site, not by the candidates themselves directly, but indirectly by others, and so on and so forth. Mm
0: -hmm. A judge...
2: District judge did not certify the vote. The three so seats. So let's
0: talk about what is the normal process right after a local election in your town. Um, you know, let's, so we can share the difference between what happened as opposed to what would normally happen. When would the votes be normally certified?
2: They would be normally certified the day the day after the election. Oh well okay, so I take that back. There's 9th, there's a there's here the,
0: we are, May eleventh, two thousand and twenty one.
2: I take that back. I believe there's a small window, be it two to three days that the votes can be challenged. There's some time frame there and I do not know that time. It's a very short time frame or window of opportunity to challenge the vote. But typically right. The votes are counted that evening of the votes because we're not talking about there weren't but sixty four votes cast. There were sixty four
0: votes that were cast. Correct. So, so and and two hundred and how many in the in the in the town?
2: There's a the populist census of two thousand and sixteen says two hundred and sixty nine people.
0: And only in a small town like that, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, that
2: was a big turnout because typically it's been about 42 to 46.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, all right then.
2: So that would have been the normal process, but since this individual challenged the voting irregularities, the judge thought that there were irregularities present, so he referred for opinions from the district attorney's office the state board of electors, the state attorney's office, and the governor's office. The only thing that's happened since the initial hearing where the judge found enough evidence present to certify is that the district attorney last week filed a motion to reconsider if there was really you voting irregularities. In other words, cover it up and going down the road.
0: Well, in this case, right, right, cover this, up and go in, down
2: the road. Right. In this and this case.
0: is the same district attorney that has been there for how long now?
2: Oh, several years, ran unopposed, actually had an opponent last time around and did win. But we, we didn't have a district attorney's election for like 20 years prior to the last one.
0: Okay, and and the name of the district attorney is Paul Smith. Paul Smith, right? Okay, okay, and correct. he also has a private practice. Is that correct?
2: Uh, no, I don't believe so.
0: Okay, I think at one point he might have. Okay, so he's okay. the district. Yeah. Okay, forgive me. You probably. Okay. Um, all right. So. So that leaves
2: Cal- the town of Calvin in limbo, meaning yeah. we only have two tar- two trustees sitting in term. Okay. We have three elected but not certified. The council this month, council, unquote,
0: right?
2: two certified in term, three out of term post an agenda and post a meeting. They have roll call by the presiding officer. So they were officer.
0: running the town meetings as if it was
2: as if they were certified as if the election was done gone over said and it was business as usual now when they made the presiding officer is the mayor well the mayor is one of the incumbents who was not certified so there was no presiding officer, legal presiding officer, present to even call the meeting to order under Robert's Rules of Order. Then when they proceeded to make roll call and, quote, establish their quorum, they don't have a quorum because they have three out-of-term people, normal citizens, now acting As officers. In other words, they are personating or impersonating public officers when the vote has not been certified,
0: Okay. which is a felony. So the mayor is not certified. And who are the other two that are not certified?
2: Uh, T.G. Adamson and Marlo Riddle.
0: And what are their positions?
2: Trustees.
0: Okay, so you got the mayor, okay, all right, trustees, okay, and then the, okay, so the two that were not up for, uh, for, uh, an election, you know, that were, you know, are not, it's not their time, who are they?
2: Sheila Croshaw. Okay. And, um... Mm, Drawing a blank um, Bill
0: Cagle That's okay. uh, Bill Cagle And who?
2: Bill Cagle
0: Cagle, okay Okay, so um, Has there been any uh, Interaction with the With the actual Trustees, the only ones that are Actually um, Legally to act on behalf of, of uh, The town of Calvin It appears has there been any action uh, interaction with them as trustees? No, the only
2: thing that's happened is they posted a normal a normal agenda on a normally scheduled trustee meeting, and until that meeting is called to order and that meeting establishes a quorum, it's not a crime until they did that and when they did, I stood up informed the local police chief, of what just happened. Mm -hmm. The council sat silent along with the town attorney. They did not say a word. They did not look up. Nor did the town attorney say, we are conducting this meeting in accordance with this, this, or this, or this statute, or this level of authority. Not a single word. The you, police chief calls me to the counter. That
0: one, one of the two true council members um, actually adjourn, uh, remove the non-certified um, from the positions uh, for them to not be acting in the manner that they are. Or did you? Uh, so.
2: No, I reported the crime to the chief of police for. Impersonating okay. a public officer. Okay. Of which, well,
0: I guess that would be. Yeah. That of would which be, he that did not.
2: Of which he did not do anything. He did call me up, wanted me to fill out a complaint form. Okay. I then left the meeting, went outside, and called the Hughes County Sheriff's Department to dispatch an officer that a felony was in progress, et cetera, They hung up, said they were sending an officer. I went back into the meeting, and now they are adjourning. Somebody's, or not somebody, I was told that two cell phones went off and that there were tornado warnings and that the quote-unquote council had to get to safety. So in front of everyone, I did call the sheriff's department back and said, please don't dispatch the officer. They have now adjourned the meeting. I will come to the sheriff's department later to make this report. Mm -hmm. Now, keep in mind that you have the town mayor, you've got the police chief, and you've got the quote-unquote town administrator all present in this meeting. They're adjourning this meeting because of their safety, but yet not one of those three individuals saw fit to sound the town tornado siren for the public and health safety of the community.
0: Right, right, got you, got you. So they did, just, however, have, they did have. They Sheriff's office has to come here. Let's just go. Well,
2: I don't. I wasn't in the meeting at that point, but they did have time to reschedule it for Thursday. Now, keep in mind that the town attorney sat dead silent, did not say a word, did not say they were uh, conducting the meeting with authority and under this authority or that statute, nothing. So, they scheduled a meeting for the following Thursday. I had an opportunity to visit with the police chief on Tuesday. Uh, he seemed to get a little bit better grasp of what I was trying to convey he was not aware that the vote had not been certified he told me the police chief told me that he had made contact with the town attorney and the town attorney said he was aware that's all he said i don't know aware of what but comes thursday the same identical a non presiding officer calls the meeting to order the same individuals convene a quorum i interrupt Again, to state that you're committing a fraud on the public, ask the police chief to intervene, but the town attorney is not present at this meeting now.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. Now, do you think that's because um the, the town doesn't want to, you know, spend money <laughs> or, or because no,
2: the town attorney- it- It was most likely because he didn't want to be complicit in the meeting again, now knowing what was going on, and that I suspect that the town trustees ignored whatever it is he had to say at that particular point in time. I don't know. That's my opinion. Okay. So we proceed. I interrupt the meeting, say the same thing. The mayor has to ask ask to have me removed, but at that time... They were going into executive session, so they called the mayor asked
0: to have you removed.
2: Yeah, have, have me removed for disrupting the meeting. I said, no, I'm reporting a crime. I'll report a crime every time it exists.
0: Right.
2: So they go into executive meeting, and I make a I said the public objects. That's an illegal executive meeting. You don't name mm-hmm. the individual that you're supposedly talking about. Under the office of executive meeting, the town clerk ironically steps up and says he is correct. We didn't do that. So they went ahead to proceed to go to executive session on the second agenda item, which was to discuss discuss the election, a public election. I here again said the public objects. It's a public election. Anything you've got to say about the election can be done in open, chamber, open session. Mm-hmm. And then I was asked to be escorted out with the rest of everybody else, and they had their little executive session. Now, they come back in. They have a discussion. They don't have enough money in their general account to do what it is they want to do, so they now have to transfer money out of a, the Water Trust Authority, The Water Trust. Now, this is a public trust. Transfer money from there to the general fund, so that they can pay OLM attorneys' monies to represent them in the election situation.
3: Mm -hmm. The
2: very reason, the very reason that you would never have an uncertified person in that position. Now we've got misappropriation. Of public
0: funds Right, right, oh my gosh, right, because it, the, because they, as the group, made this decision, including right. the but three, they, are, they are, the they are
2: normal they, to, they are normal citizens, just like you or I, and right. I can't take funds from the public to go represent me.
0: Right, Wow. Okay. Now today... And has anybody come forward with a- any proper citation of law or rule um, that would counter what you have to say?
2: No. Today, I contacted the Calvin Police Chief and asked if any law enforcement actions had been taken against the three members who were acting as public officers, as I alleged, illegally and as a felon. I was sent and I was responded to as I was given, Joe Chitwood is speaking, I was given an ordinance that says they were doing exactly what they were supposed to be doing. What he sent me, I asked for him to forward that to me. What I was sent was not an ordinance but a state statute, which I'm very much rather than my knowledge and it reads the officers to be it's actually 11-3-107, Oklahoma state statutes yep. officers to We're be elected it right now the officers to be elected shall be those provided by law applicable to the town board of trustees form of government these officers shall hold office until the next odd number year at which time the first regular municipal election shall be held under the Town Board of Trustees form of government as provided in Section 16206 of this title and until their successors are elected and qualified. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, he was
2: hanging his hat on the fact that they were still in office until the successors were elected and qualified. Well, qualified has nothing to do with certification. Qualified would mean or be in meaning to this statute as it would relate to the candidate's skill set or lack of felony or anything that would exclude him from being able to hold that office. Mm -hmm. In this case, the successors are elected, but they're not certified. They are qualified, but not certified. And to even back up my point further that they had no standing in that meeting, if you look at the subsection here, 16-206, it very clearly states the terms of the trustee, four-year terms, two-year
0: terms. Now, let me see, what page is that on because I'm looking?
2: That is 11-16-206. But it clearly defines okay. the term of office as a year three hundred and sixty five days or an annual year it doesn't say three hundred and sixty seven three hundred and sixty nine or three hundred and eighty days. It says year term
0: mhm mhm now um,
2: now the the council are you could confident have met,
0: that this is not a matter of interpretation i'm just asking you know i just uh, you know i'm not asking because that's what i think but i'm asking you because others might say hey it's a matter of interpretation
2: everything is a matter of interpretation until it right. goes before a judge but right. do you think that donald trump had the election not been certified would have been our president until it was certified Or recounted or whatever? No, he would not have. And neither would have pence. Neither would Mm -hmm. have pence. But Pelosi would have been the interim president until there was a certified election. Just like in this case, they can meet with the two interim trustees. They can conduct normal course of business, which is is what is within their budget for payroll, electricity, et cetera, et cetera, and pay their bills. No new business. No new discussion. Simply keep the bills paid and the doors open until they have officers that are certified where they can have a presiding officer. And then they can have a true quorum under Roberts' rule.
0: I, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Now,
2: let's give you another perspective or a.
0: Could you imagine if if Donald Trump did not step down? I mean, I know many of us didn't want him to, you know. Uh, but but, you know, he. Uh, you know, trying to keep it civilized. I don't know what good that has done. See what happens. See what happens well, when you don't have a, a, a civilized society. Look at what's happening now. In my personal opinion, um, but okay, we'll move on from that. Uh, okay, but let's so, let's you know, look at let's when, look when at it from people rogue. So go let's
2: look at it from this perspective. Okay. The judge did not certify that election for a reason, because he thought there were voting irregularities. Right. Had it not been any big deal, and had what they're doing in reality been true and correct, why would he have not just certified the election and let the challenge take place while they were doing their normal course of business?
0: Right. Exactly.
2: That line of logic doesn't fly with the intent of the statutes.
0: Correct. That's where I rest my uh, my logic on, too, the intent. What is the intent?
2: It's always the intent. Because when you look at the words qualified, elected and qualified, qualified is nothing more than they lived in the county, they lived in the city. They were a registered voter. That qualified them to run for office if they didn't have any felonies they were convicted of. That qualified them to run as a candidate. So that until their successors are elected and qualified, they've already been qualified and they've already held the election. But it wasn't certified. So that doesn't mean they keep on keeping on in authority and power.
0: So now the only thing that is in front of the judge where he uh didn't chose not to certify is can you let us know what this person actually did bring in front of the judge because there's other things that are being alleged here but what is it that is in front of the judge as to why uh the cause for not Certifying and Marty, did I hear a, a um, did I hear a bell? Did I hear a, a caller? Yes, yes. You have a caller on from area code three five two. Okay,
3: well, hello three five two. Well, hello there, Tonya. James. Oh, this is Marty.
0: Richard. This is Richard Brown Okay, Richard. So, Richard, you're over in. Uh, he's been a contributor with us and and uh, very engaged in Watunca. Wetumpka, uh, Oklahoma uh, uh, policy, policies and procedures, but now as somebody who sits on uh, the council himself, right? Yes, Can ma'am. you introduce yourself?
3: Uh, Richard Roush, uh, a city council member for a year, a little over a year now in Wetumpka. Uh, basically, got involved with that because of some things that were going on. That's how I met James Street and you and Marty and everybody else that's helped us out on this radio show and surrounding little towns. Well, Thank you for that. Thank you for and that. the for the, the, a, and for the listener
2: it. and for the <laughs> listeners with Tufka and Calvin is 18 miles apart. Yeah.
0: And but the the different government wise is um is it, it is it, it it runs differently. Can you two discuss that and let our listeners know and also let's find out what your take is. On, on this, uh, with what's happening, Richard in uh, in 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 Calvin, and what, what what would you be doing under these circumstances? Uh,
3: the same thing that James is attempting to do. Um, we had, we've spoken on this situation off and on. We've stayed in contact on different things. Um, mm-hmm. I made some phone calls today. I'm not going to say who or when or whatever. There's some people. There's some things in in the works to. Uh, Get some eyes on it, because I know the situation we ran through here in Wetumpka was going through the channels that were uh, local, uh, county-wise, uh, you know, the DA's office, sheriff's office, uh, news stations. We went all the way to Oklahoma huge City deal. and couldn't huge, get... Huge
0: deal, huge deal, not over yet.
3: Yes, ma'am, and we and we went to representatives and senators, and, you know, we, we used the chain of command the way it's supposed to be in politics, but couldn't get anybody to even really look at what we were trying to say, so... Uh, we just kept going up the chain, and, and we found a few people that, that uh, stepped in. Uh, there were some people from other towns. He was actually on your show, Mr. Brian Lindley, who assisted us tremendously, had 30-some-odd years' experience um, in, the, in the town up there, a larger town, but uh, a little you bit meditate. different than even with Yeah, and the thing is, is, you know, each one of them is different, and even, even the deal in Calvin's different, and I've learned, a lot here on a, and i'm still learning you know because they have basically trustees so there's some different stuff involved It's just because of the size of the town, its populations but uh, when it comes to the statute as far as what uh, they're doing now for everything that i've read it's the same everywhere uh, once that election it has to be certified before they can actually have uh, any kind of meeting other than like james other than any everyday business, signing the payroll stuff, making sure that everyday business is still running, which is very little to do. Actually, your 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 mayor, whoever's selected as mayor, uh, takes care of the payroll. The vice mayor can do that also. Uh, but there's nothing. But no right other now, decisions can be no made. Right now, mayor
0: that is certified.
3: Well, that's that's my point, and and you can't. But I mean, they can. Yeah. But you know, we know. I learned this, Tanya. We all learned this about Watumpka. The mayor has no more. Uh, stroke or power if you will Than any other council member sitting up there It's not an elected uh, mayor from the people It's it's appointed right. from the council So there's right. a few little things They run the meetings And I'm not knocking that position I'm just saying it's not They have no more stroke or power Than anyone else sitting on the horseshoe And from my well, understanding you see, There's, it's different the same there's their a trustees. strong
0: mayor council form of government <laughs> And that's what um, the, your last mayor Seemed to think that he was was a strong right? Mayor.
3: And we're, we're we are government. we are a council slash city manager type of government, and some things are different. But when it comes to the state statute on this election, it's all the same. Nothing changes. Yeah, they can't be making new. They can't be making new ordinances and voting on anything, especially if you know technically there's only two people there. And we were in that same situation when when uh, the former administration three of them uh, resigned. And then we had to wait for an election to get the people, so we only had two people that were council members, and they had to take care of the daily stuff, but there was no meetings, there was no, uh, you know, because it's not a quorum. They they can't do anything other than daily business.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, and so, which does not include the three that are not certified. Exactly. For all we know, there could be three different people in there right now that were, that are trying to be in there now, that are essentially forcing themselves on the people that are not certified. It doesn't matter that they were for the last election, correct?
3: Mm-hmm. Everything I've read, yes, ma'am. Mhm.
0: So if they want to be there, then they belong in the same seat that everybody else who is not an officer
3: belongs. Exactly. Uh I'll give you an example. We had we had an election here recently and uh we had two positions that were open. Uh, uh one was vacated due to lack of doing training uh required by OML which goes back to the same thing it's it's the law um and they were had to be removed from council. Uh then the other position was one that came up that where the where Norma had filled in for the former mayor. She was finishing her term was only for two years where she was actually anyway just to give you the background on that so it came up for election last April sixth and they did everything the people that there's only only nobody ran against him so mm-hmm. the councilman we i i thought prior to the election I said well why like, you know nobody's running against him so can we and he go ahead and start, well, he couldn't because it had to wait till after the election date was done, and he was certified that he was chosen to be a council member. If that makes
0: sense to you. hmm Yes. Yes. Between because it's a different kind of election there. Um, as far as that goes, um, it's between those uh, those officers that appoint.
2: Or, no, it's, uh, be, the it's, it's because it's because of the specific term that he couldn't. Be inaugurated early or step into that seat until he was actually a certified winner in the election, because that's when his term began. That next meeting, but one of the things I wanted to point out in what Richard was saying about the lack of local support in trying to get anything done here, I failed to to include this, and it was very important. After the second meeting on Thursday, when I was escorted out after the uh executive meeting and it being illegal in and of itself, I called the sheriff's department again. The dispatch tells me that it's a civil matter. It's not a criminal <laughs> matter. I said, Excuse me, it's two years in jail, fifteen thousand fine, one or both or whatever. You need He's to send it. an officer. It's criminal and so he, it. and so he agreed to send an officer but I have not yet been contacted, nor was an officer dispatched by the sheriff's department.
0: That's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. So you didn't get the um, assistance on a, a local level with your uh, with the um,
2: or the county chief of level. police
0: and on the county level, and the it's county just attorney typical.
1: kind of, Typical I'm sorry? Hughes county business, typical Hughes County business, they don't follow the law unless they want to.
2: Now, right. you know why I was so cynical right. now when I said they were just trying to wipe, when the DA filed his response, they're just trying to make it go away.
0: Right. Right. And so that's where, you know, confidence, where is the confidence in the right thing happening when the right things have not happened before? Uh, you know, we can hope that uh that the uh that the judge will uh remain consi- will be consistent, remain consistent as he was with, you know, not certifying this, um and, and follow the letter of the law. Now, that being said Back to what I didn't follow through with you on. What is it that was uh, presented to the judge that kept
2: all the that I, I, I received his, a copy of the suit and the and I don't have it in front of me to read, but basically it states that there was irregularities in the process. The judge's decision was based mainly. Not on what was written, but was what was said in verbal uh, testimony before him in the courtroom, which I was not present in that.
0: Okay, but have you been privy to what was said?
2: It was the things that I mentioned uh, about the lack of directions or instructions at the voting pool, at the voting booths. Okay. The,
0: so as a witness uh, to this, can you and anybody else? who was witness to this, um, be specific and also, um, you know, send in a, an affidavit in regard to this. Well, now, so that...
2: Troop had three witnesses who testified verbally in front of the court. I believe it was three besides himself. Okay. But there were no written statements submitted. It was a general... Statement written that he Believed that there were voting irregularities In the election In Calvin, Oklahoma He didn't go mm-hmm. into pinpoint specific Details to those
0: Okay But
2: it was enough right. It was enough to get him a hearing And right. prevail in the hearing
0: And prevail in the hearing And in my Personal opinion as a non-lawyer Okay But somebody who has studied some law And done a ton of research uh In this instance, I would venture to say that anybody else who was witness to these irregularities uh, would suit it would suit the best interest of a um, of a proper election result to send in a, a you know a statement of fact in support of uh, what, an affidavit form in support of uh, the irregular, irregularities in the election. So, uh, you know, in other words, you know, be an et al and all in, in this process, not make it one person with a suit, but others that agree uh, with the irregularities and state your own, uh, what you've witnessed in sworn statements. Now, without that being disputed and proven to be untrue in 30 days, then guess what happens? Then, then, then your stance stands. It's my understanding. So I would think that the more people, uh, you know, that act as a witness in support of, you know, go through the proper process of procedures, that they too send in uh, an affidavit, in support of, I think you said, of the irregularities, and and, and and share your your own what you've witnessed. You don't if you don't know in particular every word that was brought up, everything that is in that statement. You may have witnessed something that was not brought up, and maybe somehow um, whatever was brought forward is actually disputable. You want to make it rock solid as possible. Um, in my personal opinion, that that as many people that say no, this was wrong, this is illegal, this is illegal, and this is why it's illegal, bring up the statute that you send it in because then you, it's not just one person's opinion, one well, one uh, concerned citizen, you, you know.
2: In a, in a perfect world, that would be great and wonderful, but here you got people that are. I'm going to say not that involved in the community as a whole to begin uh-huh. with but in this particular situation now the only way to contest the election and the vote and the voter fraud or the irregularities was to have been a candidate only six people could have brought that suit with the election board and that were the candidates themselves now the only okay, thing so that you're I not can
0: contesting it then you know but but you as a citizen, your rights have been trampled on um, if you have see, and that's seen, where i
2: was, and that's where I was going to go to and say the best that I can come up with so far is that you can file a friend of the court brief
0: right right and and i, uh, and, I and unless you got,
2: unless you've got another suggestion
0: <laughs> well you know i i you know I would add to the support- you know I would add to the support I, again I don't have all the policies and procedures in front of me, but I, I I don't doubt that you know if he if Trout had three witnesses, okay, he can have more than three he can have you know he can have your uh, sworn statement as well.
2: but see, I can't see a better justification for the judge to uphold the irregularities just in the actions and behaviors of the incumbents that were not certified in what and how they do and what respect they have for the law, or in this case, total disrespect.
0: Okay, but now let me ask you, when Trout actually uh, submitted that... It's actually that...
2: Troop. His name is Troop.
0: Troop. Troop, I'm sorry. When Troop submitted that uh, that suit, had there already been a council meeting... With those that are non-certified? No. Okay. And and so then, therefore, that is not in front of the judge.
2: And that's what I'm and saying. That can be brought – those actions fully yeah. support the reasons a judge would not uphold the election that he
0: did right. see the irregularities because normal. this
2: is the conduct of the town, of the county for that matter.
0: Correct, but it has to go in front of that judge. If that's not brought in of the judge, then he cannot weigh that in.
2: And he most likely can throw it out just as well because it didn't have anything directly to do with the election. It could only well, be background noise. Well, it
0: does if it's, a criminal, if it's a felony crime. You know what I mean? If uh, Well, and it, if, and if a, they
2: were formally had a judgment against them, it would dis... It would, exclude them from being a council member period but they'd have to
0: richard be what do you say
3: <laughs> on what part of that <laughs> uh there are some other things involved in that too and i mean i i haven't done enough research in the last couple of days or so to find out some more answers but even the simple fact of the closeness of the uh, numbers on the election uh, I think also I was told, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, anyone who knows more about it, uh, that there were candidates that were former uh, trustees that were at the polling halls talking with these people or there was giving instructions on you can't vote for one, you have to vote for all three, which is never anything that I've ever voted. I can go up there and vote on one thing on the entire ballot and walk out. Uh, that's federal level all the way down, as far as I know. Unless something has changed, uh, I don't have to. I don't have to mark every single box. Uh, okay. It's there's just a couple of things, and then if it was if the race was as close as I've heard it was, uh, the judge could look. You know, of course, with the discre- possible discrepancies and the irregularities that he, that we're speaking of, um, I think there's something there, and I, I don't know. I haven't looked in deep enough yet. To where they could actually do a reelection.
0: So, so if somebody so has a charge, or or has been charged as a friend of a court, let's say, okay, um, or somebody uh, you know is now at, you want to add on, okay, uh, or, or or new suit in particular, you, you know that there are ill that there are illegal you know town meetings going on. Uh, I don't know how much you, you, you know that's, huge to address you i mean fill up the arsenal because there's plenty to fill it with you don't want this stuff to be dismissed for something that um you know winds up being a a judgment call and we know that this does happen sometimes right or wrong okay Mm. uh we don't want it to be dismissed uh based on you know the merits or not you know whatever it might based on the merits of those that have already been in office okay all right and so far have have not had any felonies, you know. Have not uh, done anything in the eyes of the court to discredit themselves. You have to, you know, you have to go forward with, you know, not just what was put in front of the court by Troop, but also right now that you know the big deal is okay. James, of you as you said yourself, them impersonating an officer of the town is a felony crime, but that's not even in front of the judge. So that needs to be in front of the judge. Otherwise, it's nothing. Am I correct?
3: I agree with you. And the thing, you know, the the, the thank God, the very few things that, that uh, I had to deal with in the last year or so as an actual council member, uh, most everything that I've looked at through the OML, which is, people don't know, it's Oklahoma Municipal League, who, who basically, uh, I don't want to say they do the state statutes, but they enforce and they help train as far as every action that we do as a council to run. Uh, everything I've dealt with, the things that I've called and got information on, and they've sent me statutes and state statutes and, and, and what the regulations are, is pretty cut and dry. It's right. it's you know most law is there for interpretation once you go to a courtroom, but as far as like what the actions are of the council members is is very yeah. is very there's not there's not much gray area whatsoever. The incident I told you with our our council member who did not complete the training within a year's time from OML, it's it's cut and dried. You're to be they're to be removed from council. Period. There's no like. Uh, you know, well, unless this happened or that happened or, you know, there's nothing else but straight up they're to be removed. And that's actually a a misdemeanor charge itself if they're not removed. So, you know, like I said, luckily I haven't had to deal with a lot of the legal things like they're dealing with in Calvin, but uh, that statute that James was reading is pretty cut and dry what it says. To me, there's no interpretation there. It's plain and simple. They have not been certified. So if they're holding a meeting with people who are not certified, you know, they were, but now that's a new term and nobody has been held up, it's not been certified, they are not uh, members of that uh, trustees board. So they're impersonating, yeah, they're inserting and that's themselves a felony charge. the
0: board. It sounds like <laughs> illegally.
3: Well, from but, everything but, I've read but, but if, and but heard, that's the judge
0: that's doesn't know correct. about that yet, or the, or the judge has not seen that cross, you know, uh, you know, be submitted so that in in itself is just as much, if not more, huge because these are alleged felony crimes. So mm. let's you know, if these people are willing to do that, then you got to be willing to keep them from ever running for office again because they don't deserve to be there. If this is truly a felony crime, I agree. And
3: the thing is, too, is, you know, uh, whether you've been doing it for a while or you're new like myself, um, you know, we're all going to make mistakes here and there. But if you have a lawyer that's involved and you have people that are sitting up there that that try to educate themselves on the law and how we're supposed to operate, uh, none of those small incidents are going to be anything major against the law, if you will. Example, you what, know, he may not be. If the lawyer
0: it. was directing him properly, they'd be saying <laughs> yes, he'd be saying no, 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 wouldn't he?
3: No, he. If, they if should. If the town
0: attorney was actually doing his job,
3: that's their job. Their to job is just it. set up there, and their job is just set up there, from my understanding, and and you know, their input during a meeting, especially, is unless otherwise, you know, we've asked them to look into something and research and. We're doing a new uh uh new ordinance for some reason, but we want to make sure we're doing it properly by state statute. That's what the lawyer's job is. But during the meeting they're to sit there and, and interject and make sure that we don't step over that and say, Hey, let me let me advise you that we table this, let's look into it to make sure we're doing
0: the right thing. Uh, done in Calvin, stepping over the line. Three non certified uh one one is a uh, one is a mayor and then you've got who else, uh, James?
3: Did we lose James?
0: Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> it is possible. Let me see. Well, we may we may have lost James, but James it was mentioned earlier.
3: Back the dealings with uh, the Hughes County stuff and all that, uh, I've, we've been through that. Uh, like I okay, said I'm earlier. here. We, we, oh, there Let's he is. Right.
2: <laughs> but what I was going to uh, read just real quick, and it's Oklahoma 21-1533. B, every person who falsely personates any public officer Any public officer or any law enforcement officer in connection with or relating to any sham legal process, in other words, a fake county or fake town meeting, shall, upon conviction, be guilty of a felony, punishable by imprisonment, not more than two years, or a fine not exceeding $15,000, or both such fine and imprisonment. But, see, this is the mayor's second go-around because she went and bought herself a badge a year and a half or so ago and started writing traffic citations.
0: That's right. I remember that. And, and you can't do that. No. <laughs> you can't do that.
2: The town's own ordinance <laughs> book says that the – Well, the town's own ordinance book said that all ordinance books have to be issued by the police chief. We had no police chief. So what does she do on top of that? she goes to her little word computer and writes it out on notebook paper this isn't her first go around
0: no no we know that correct we know that we had we
3: had people trying to do the same thing wanted to be uh, reserve officers here with us
0: they no were kidding. on the council
3: oh yeah the mayor and his wife because so they were depleting oh. the police department, and they were going to take care of the community by turning themselves into reserve officers. That oh, that's it.
0: right. Put, yeah, we put the brakes on that. <laughs> and and that's the power of the people. Not to, prior to you even being in.
2: Yeah, but he fortunately there in Wetumpka had a few more concerned citizens. Yes. That yes. were actually willing to be heard. And that's a huge difference, though. Uh, and, and it took a little bit more traction that once they got a few of the citizens behind them, y'all made pretty good leaps and bounds progress there, which obviously got rid of the Jacksons and got you to where you're at right now. In Calvin, you can tell by the number of people who voted, I mean, you had – basically the criminals had criminal friends that voted for them
3: right.
2: that's pretty blunt but that's that's kind of what it
3: amounts to
0: right or those that just don't believe it they just don't know about it right
3: you know the sad thing with the whole uh and it's nothing against the election board at Lee County but uh am I educating myself on some of the things that uh you know there's a lot of they, I, I requested a list of, of people who, who were registered in the city of Wetumpka prior to running for office just to see you know, if I needed to lobby or what I needed to do or you know, campaign and talk to different people. And uh, I have a very good resource here. My girlfriend's lived here for several years. And she's like, what? This, those people are dead. They're gone. But they're not off of that list. So there's a lot of that goes on. And then even the person that ran against me, had not voted for anything, not local, county, state, or federal, for over eight years, and was going to run against me. and And I thought, well, that's crazy. And they can't do that. So, <laughs> but I mean, that the, the the election board is you know that list of people. You know what he's saying. So in other words, you feel that
0: those votes may have been. Um, illegally it, inserted, or they it, just decided to suddenly vote against
3: you. It's possible that that could happen, um, but I'm just saying as far as election board, and I'm not trying to throw anything on them. If nobody okay. lets them know, they don't know. They have to bring a death certificate, or if this person, you know, they, they've got to go through a whole process to make sure that they're allowed to be on there. I'm not saying they don't do their job. There's a lot okay. more there than you know, and there may be some missed. And if there's people that voted that weren't. Eligible to vote, or even eligible to run for office, uh, you know they may miss that. hmm hmm
0: So then and the, the people numbers being then as close as and get their votes are counting. Then there is obviously that's possible. Well, I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying it's oh, possible. I understand that. We all we all know yeah. that. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, you know, and as close as that election was, I think that that's something else to be looked into as far as. Uh, I'm not sure if it works that way at this level. A prophylactic measure
0: going forward.
3: (laughs) Right. Like I said, I've made a couple calls today. Um, I've been in contact with James. Um, Just, you know, there's nothing I can do directly. Um, The people I spoke to are, are working some things to try to assist that area if they can. Um, I've got some other calls to make tomorrow. That some of the people that assisted us, uh, none of the none of the news stations. I'm not calling them because if it's not a great explosion or uh, you know a murder case, they don't want to come down because it's not good for TV. So
0: uh, you better be. You know there's... what? I think I think that that uh, non doc would might be a good person to reach out to, uh, though, um, James, because they did a great job over there in Wetumpka. And I think mm-hmm. uh, a non-doc might be uh, interested in, in this story. You know, another. You're talking you know, Mr. Mr. Yes. You're talking about Mr. Savage? Yes. You talking about Mr. was. I was going to call him tomorrow. Oh.
2: I would like, yeah, like to be really clear about what my belief is with the Houston, or excuse me, Hughes County Election Board. And really, it's only one person that I've dealt with there, but I have dealt with two or three there. Out of any agency in Hughes County, they have been the most transparent and willing to get you an answer, regardless yes. of what the answer was going to be.
3: Yes. They I have been the first ones to I dealt say, with them.
2: I don't have it. We don't have it. I don't think it's filed correctly.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I will. I, I'm just saying, as a matter of dealing with them – They've been the most helpful of any county agency, so I just wanted to Hughes, be clear the Hughes on county that
0: election board
2: yeah, the Hughes county election board
0: well that that's great well you know what kudos kudos to them, and that's important to 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 say that to share that. Um, thank you to the Hughes county Valuable election board. Keep up the good work, please pay attention to what's going on here and. And uh, hopefully you can shed some light on this and we can stop this from going um, further than it, it needs to. Maybe we could just get some people just to uh, back off, right?
3: And I have to agree and, and with him completely good. because all of all of my dealings with them was fantastic, whether I called on the phone, uh, whether I went over and spoke directly to the ladies working in the office there, I won't bring their names up. I'm sure James knew who I'm speaking of. Right. Uh, anything that I asked for, they 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 did everything they could. If they didn't know it right then, they got back with me within 24 hours and gave me that information, emailed stuff to me. Anything I asked for, the, the voter list, uh, all of that stuff, they they got every bit of that to me. Anything I asked them, they they dug up and found it for me. I wasn't trying yeah. to give them a ding. I was just saying it, it's it's pretty – Difficult. I didn't know all this stuff until I started dealing with this here a year or so ago. Of how much stuff goes into election boards and elections, and uh, it, it and they do a fantastic job. I wasn't giving them a ding. I'm just saying there's a lot of things that can get missed because no, I, of I know, people. I know you
0: weren't. I, I know you weren't. I am because it's good to get some good feedback. It doesn't mean that everything is perfect, or, or you know, I'm sure everybody always wants right. to do better. But so far, it sounds like. A worthy source, and and um, they're doing their job.
2: Well, it's it's always been an attitude of how can I help you instead of how difficult can I make it for you to get your answer. Oh, yay, yay!
0: Isn't the, that nice? And the
3: clerk's office, and the clerk's office was that way with me also, Tanya. Um, when I walked in there, was looking trying to research some stuff prior to being elected, prior to even running, uh, fighting the mess we had <clears throat> i was looking for um all of our ordinances that have been codified over there because if they don't if they don't go if they're sitting at your city hall and you haven't sent them to county then it's it's still not law yet
2: they're um, not codified, codified.
3: right they have to be codified so i was researching some things we won't get into that past but i was researching some things and normally they you know you you can take they'll make copies and charge you whatever i said look whatever you need, I mean, I'm here, and the lady's like, so you're from Watanfa? Yes, ma'am. She goes, we're sure glad, man, we know who you're dealing with. Come on back here. Let me show you whatever I can show you. You look through any of these books you want to look through. So while I was yeah. there, lo and behold, uh, she said, well, you know, she talked to some young man. I'll just tell you this quickly. This is how good they were to me. He said, where's that receipt where that young girl came over here and um, and, and got copies of all this stuff? We charged the city. I said, the young girl said, yeah, she had a check from the city. I said, you're, 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 I didn't say it that way, but you know what I was thinking. Uh, you're kidding me. And they said, no. So they produced a receipt where little Missy had signed for $615 of the city's money to get copies of all of the ordinances over there. She wasn't even an employee. Or, well, you know that. I don't want to get into that story, but you know who I'm speaking oh. of. But that's how helpful they are in the, yeah. inside the courthouse. Well, I I, can't, are... I would have
2: to contradict that statement with the clerk's office. Now, I don't know about the new clerk, but the old clerk was anything but mm-hmm. helpful uh, simply because of some employees there that have common relationships, and Calvin, that was help hiding the mess.
3: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yes,
2: yeah. because I took complete pictures of the, and Stephen Burke, P still on the phone. We took complete photographs of every piece of paper, in the Calvin files to go back at a later date and suddenly new paperwork appear post-dated in
1: those files. Yeah, it's a miracle how missing papers tend to show up. <laughs> <laughs> but just like Calvin's code book
2: was nowhere to be found at the county courthouse for eight years that I asked for it. Right. And then suddenly it appears.
0: Hmm. Well, you but, know what I think would be pretty interesting: getting the getting the notes of the meetings of the two meetings uh, that have taken place. You know, whoever was acting secretary or, or, or pretending to be secretary, right, of, of those two town meetings.
2: Well, there oh, you we have did, I, right
0: there, Tanya. In
2: the second meeting, they asked the treasurer, who also takes the meetings, the notes of the meetings, to leave the executive session. While they're talking about the election,
1: yeah. So there can't be no official uh, record yes. of the, <laughs> the minutes on that part. meeting.
0: But you're wit- you're witness to that.
1: Oh yes,
2: I I even called out to. I asked I asked her why aren't you in the meeting? She said I don't know. They told me to leave.
1: Now, I've got the conversation recorded that we had outside as well with with her about that.
0: Well, the, the, and see the judge now knows nothing about this. So you don't want I I think that you have plenty to bring forward to support um the fact that uh even if these people are 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 found to be, even if the judge finds through this process or believes through his findings, you know that that these people that are um, are inserting themselves illegally. Okay, if the judge finds in their favor, okay, I don't know how he could find in their favor without first investigating these uh alleged criminal felony actions by them acting on behalf of the town but right now there's nothing there to to uh before the judge to uh to to decide on that and um and quite frankly i i know you know you might bring it to the um the uh so so let me ask you. Troop went ahead and he filed this on behalf of himself, did not ask the prosecutor, the district attorney, to go file it. He made this filing by himself, correct?
2: Correct. And he actually was uh, approached by the two other candidates to enjoin it, and he didn't want them to enjoin it, and he filed it independently and solely.
0: And I... And I okay um well i would just do that as um you know, I would reach out to the other 2
2: But see there the there's, the, two... there's another avenue there with the other two they can file to enjoin the suit,
0: yes, they can, but they can also file a they can file a separate one now have they been at these town meetings?
2: no. Only troop has been into the meetings. Neither one of the other t- I take that back. Uh one of the other candidates did attend the second meeting. But the I would have, to, one,
0: I would but have the, the a one candidate with that other candidate.
2: The one candidate who lost by one has not attended either meeting.
3: Mhm. My my, my, find... my thought process, Tonya, if you you know the, the fact of the matter in and like I said, I haven't researched it deep enough, but I, I truly believe that no matter what happens with the actual election, even if the judge overturns it and says the election is certified,
0: right? Then it's because it hadn't matter.
3: been because it hadn't been certified. They held two illegal meetings. Yeah, because they had not said these people are the new councilmen or trustees for the town
0: of Calgary. Yeah. Oh, I, so I no totally matter what agree. happens with that. But well, but it's taken. always harder to overturn it's always harder to overturn a judge's decision, okay, if it goes farther right right I'm just saying it might be cleaner and simpler and help seal the deal more okay by by in you know bringing up this alleged i have to say it alleged criminal felonies that are taking place by these three people twice. And now what about where the responsibility lies on the trustees that are sitting there and letting it happen? They violated mm-hmm. their oath. Mention, they violated their oath. Yeah, so I think, I, I, I think appeals need to be made. Um, and, and, but, but, you know, more importantly, because you did, you did in a sense, you did because you stood up at both meetings asking for this not to happen. And, and and I think something needs to go in front of the judge. Well, or, one of the most
2: – the fact that they allocated funds and transferred funds that's to their own attorney defense fund, for lack of a better word, is just as comical and criminal.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and how much money was that, by the way?
2: I believe it was $400. dollars hmm Okay. Now, now, I don't know if that – How I mean, that obviously is some fee structure for the OML. All right. But so that's maybe what it was they, to cover him. And, Stephen, correct me if after. I'm wrong, but that's what they represented, I believe.
3: Yeah,
1: I had to get this thing unmuted. I keep it muted. Yeah, it was – I believe it was OML. It was one of them state agencies that uh, handles the legal stuff. They was transferring the money so they could send it to them. I think it was a we mail,
2: but it was to represent them in the election
1: right
0: well we're we're about we're about out of we're about out of time right now for the for the show tonight um uh, but in uh in, i I'd like a thirty second closing comment from from each one of you uh stephen let's start with you richard and then and then james and then i'll I'll wrap up my own comments for tonight.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know where to start. It's just business as usual in Hughes County, and it's always crooked. That's the the sad thing about it, and nobody wants to do anything about it. I mean, they they, uh, I don't know. I don't even know where to start on that mess. It's it's uh, typical, and you know, it's just a it's a total disaster area, and uh, okay. nobody so wants to do anything. A good thing they that all we think to too. They all think they can do what they want, and nobody nobody does anything about it.
0: Okay. Okay, Richard, you gonna uh, um, get on the horn, with Ryan Lindley, Lindley, or because I think you would be great I, I, to, to uh, discuss this with. Too. I
3: might. I might do that. I mean, I, you know, I just want James to know that, and and I agree with what uh, Stephen's saying because uh, I've dealt with it, and I'm still dealing with it to a certain degree. Um, uh, But I want James to know that I'm going to whatever we can do up here because he assisted us along with you and everyone else on this show to get contacts um, to see if we can't get some eyes on some things. Um, uh, There's some other entities that I will get a hold of I won't discuss right now uh, that that helped us out tremendously. Some of them stayed behind the the shadows and still helped us. as long as they help me, I don't care how they hide or what they do, <laughs> as long as they can help us out. So uh, I'll still uh, stay in touch with you and uh, see if I can't give you some assistance.
0: Well, that's great. We we appreciate it. We we greatly appreciate that. Um, it, it, you know, what comes around goes around, and, you know, it takes an awful lot of people to make what's wrong right. Uh, James, I've got uh, 30 seconds for you here, and then I've got to close that before. I'm I'm cut off.
2: Okay, Rich, uh, just so you know, I did speak with Lindley. I, I thought you caught that earlier. but uh, Yes, sir. One of the most disappointing things is that unless I had called myself to the election board and asked, has there been any filings, any additional hearings scheduled, point specifically, it would not be known that the district attorney filed that motion other than the, the clerk's office and
0: them. And, okay, and so that's what we've got. That's what, everybody knows we've got you to do that right now, but it is too bad, and hopefully people do take interest in that, and thank God you have. Um, I've got to move this show. Uh, I've got to close it out. So uh, what I want to say is thank you very much, Stephen Steven Burke, as always. Uh, Richard Roush, thank you for coming on uh, and, and uh, adding your insights and support james tree we're we're going to continue this, and I hope that next time we have a show on this uh we'll be back in two weeks um, from today uh, I hope that it, uh, that um we'll get something in front of the judge uh, that will be bringing forward uh, these uh, these uh, uh alleged crimes felonies criminal felonies. Um, I want to thank marty Oakley. Uh,